Hi, it's Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. Hyperinflation and home prices. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house, or private preview is available upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910 now. Looking up the hill. breathing hard and uh, yes I am happy to talk to you but I'm breathing hard because I'm walking up a steep hill and I'm right at the beginning of that steep hill so probably we'll be climbing it for five minutes or so uh, so our topic is hyperinflation and home prices So we just got, we're starting to get, before we've been warning and uh, measuring, uh, predicting, and charting uh, inflation, because that makes a big difference when money is coming in or going out and from which sources. Inflation and how different income and expenses are protected so we have been warning people uh, about the path that we're on towards inflation now we have a uh, we're sounding the alarm ringing the alarm bell that inflation is here it still might take time for it to fully develop into into peak it could still take months or years to, to peak for that inflation to top out and become its most aggressive, highest level of inflation. So I'll go in and share my experience with inflation as a kid, as a, when I was an old child slash young teenager. And what was the result then? And what may be the result now? What may be the same and different as the 19, late 1970s uh, inflation? Um, so for right now, on the LA Loft blog, it says that inflation the inflation monster has been released. That is a conclusion in today's Loft blog post. And that's based on our own criteria, which has been confirmed by a lot of other criteria from economists, uh, billionaires, investment people, Wall Street and banks, and so forth. So, 
um, stockbrokers, former stockbrokers, investment analysts, um, financial reporters, and all that stuff. Uh, so the inflation monster has been released, so people need to know how to keep that monster from killing your finances. Maybe how to tame that monster and make it into a pet that serves your needs. So we're going to discuss that, a little bit of that. We've got a pretty lengthy article to read at www.laloftblog.com. It's called Hyperinflation and Home Prices. So I've discussed, I discuss home prices very frequently, at least once a month or more, usually several times a month, so that when people listen, they know exactly what's going on with home prices, especially in downtown Los Angeles and other urban centers. Home prices vary always, and especially now. We have a growing dichotomy between rich and poor, and a growing dichotomy between uh, new suburban home prices and uh, um, downtown major metropolitan centers like downtown LA. So the urban center home prices have been falling for several years already. This is one reason why we have the virus hysteria is because people were consciously and subconsciously noticing that the economy was already slipping for, you know, by several measures. And people find that it's easiest to blame a virus. The problem with blaming the invisible enemy is that we don't, uh, we, we, we neglect the, the, the root cause. So when you blame a scapegoat, instead of identifying the actual root causes, then you don't solve the, you don't solve the problem. So that's the problem is we have, uh, we have a problem that gets worse instead of better. All right, so um, what else? That's pretty much all that we can say right now about hyperinflation and home prices. There's a lot more to say, but for one thing, I'm walking up a hill, so I'm hyperinflating right now, hyperventilating as well. <coughs> uh, to make a long story short, it's important to get out the word uh, right now of how to survive and thrive during the inflation. I'll tell you that personal story that's not in the LA Loft blog, which is my personal story with inflation as a kid when we watched uh, pretty much.
much all prices go up, gas prices. So the catalyst was the Middle East, um, you know, fighting and arguing over oil, which caused gas prices to shoot up quite a bit. And then the government was spending more and more money. So you had higher and higher prices and more and more money in the system. And so it got out of control. And uh, gas went from like 35 cents a gallon to $1.35 a gallon. So it's a pretty big uh, shock there. That's what uh, happened. <laughs> All right, so uh, what else is going on? That's pretty much it. Uh, cars had to line up around the block, so you'd have uh, one or two blocks worth of one or two blocks of cars waiting to get gas. And then they could only get gas every other day. So if you run out of gas on a Tuesday, but your uh, license plate was odd instead of even, then you don't get to get gas. So you have to put everything on hold for a day, put your life and your work on hold for a day, and then get gas the next day. And then you got to wait in line for potentially an hour or two or more to get gas. And then you have to pay uh, three times as much money as you did a few months ago. Then after that, you got to pay more, twice as much money for your food. And you got to pay twice as much money for your rent or to buy a house twice as much money to buy a house as you did, you know, a couple of years ago. And then everything else is, and then your taxes go up as well. So that's inflation. It's more than just prices a little higher. It's a destruction of your wealth, destruction of your time destruction of your life uh, or at least destruction of your lifestyle and uh, it's disrespect for for you you know for your money it's disrespect to taxpayers because it's all avoidable by good financial responsibility which right now we have worse, a worse situation uh, than we had back then as far as money being just recklessly spent. So when pe people have thrown the budget out the window, budget no longer matters. Fiscal responsibility no, ma no longer matters. And so when the budget goes out the window, and fiscal responsibility doesn't matter, well, then you have to suffer the consequences. You have, with the, you know, in your own life, you can't print more, more money, so all you could do 
is go broke if you don't manage your money. Uh, but what people don't realize is that you could, if you can print money, an infinite amount, which the Fed said they will do, uh, you still go broke. You only go broke slightly slower because you print out all that money and then you print, have to print more money until you're printing an insane amount of money and then the money becomes worthless uh, because then there's too much money and less, less and less productivity and then you have, a, you have a, ultimately a choice to make which is for everyone to go broke uh, and fix everything or to go broke and make everything worse by printing more money. So right now we have a Fed who is incorrect in their thinking. That's the federal government and the Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve is neither federal nor reserve. It's simply a cartel of banks that controls the United States money supply. And uh, Um, they, a lot of economists agree with me that the Fed either does not know what they're doing or they don't care or they simply do whatever is politically expedient for them at the moment, which is the most likely scenario. They're responsible, but they're responsible for doing what is politically expedient today in their career. <laughs> That's how they're responsible. They're responsible for putting food on their kids' table this week. Uh, that comes first for them. The fact that we that they will spend the money into oblivion is comes second. So that's why you and I are the ones that are charged with ultimately with making sure they don't do that. And that's why I'm getting out the word. So many other. Uh, professionals and media and citizens and economists are also getting out the word and it's up to the taxpayers and voters to hear it, listen and uh, take action about it and so far the taxpayers and voters are taking um, the wrong action in that respect uh, it's hard to say that you're smarter than 180 million voters, but they're all human and they have human desires that they are thinking about. So if I'm thinking purely about economics, it's just a, merely a different goal but people at least need to be aware of the economics uh, and the results, which is money becoming worthless. And inflation might sound fun. Ooh, I get to make a million dollars from just working at um, McDonald's. That sounds fun. Well, that's fun until your rent 
and food and all your ex other expenses add up to 1.2 million or 1.5 million or 2 million, then your million dollars becomes a lot less fun. Uh, everybody should look at the story of the Weimar Republic. Weimar Republic of Germany, that's what's uh, led to the Nazis and atrocities. So when, when this happens, we're already getting the beginning atrocities and crises. The problem is that they cascade into worsening crises and worsening atrocities and make it very easy to have a holocaust. So we don't want minor atrocities because minor atrocities are major atrocities for many millions, hundreds of millions of individuals. We don't want a, a holocaust. We don't want a minor holocaust or a major holocaust. We don't want six million people dead. We don't want fifty million people dead. We don't want um, we don't want five hundred thousand dead. We don't want any of that. That's why we have to have the economy run as a tight ship. Everybody needs to do what they need to do, which is to be responsible and vote for responsibility, fiscal responsibility, which people certainly did not vote for recently. All right. And yes, big groups of people, millions of people do make tragic mistakes. They've done it many, many, many times over throughout history. Uh, the very smart, wise, educated Germans did it uh, in a country. I mean, many, many countries have done it. Soviet Union, Russia have done it. Um, China did it. China killed 30 million or 50 million people. So you have large groups, of large countries of people making enormous mistakes and atrocities and holocausts. So that's pretty much it. Uh, thanks for listening. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house, or private preview is available upon request. Call 213. 8809910. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. Thanks for joining me and we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.